Okay, so we are about to celebrate the Yom Tov. It's not exactly a Yom Tov, but we're about to celebrate Purim. And um, this year, uh, Purim, uh, we'll hopefully touch on um, the idea that this year Purim en- ends up being an Erev Shabbos, which uh, presents, of course, uh, all kinds of challenges that I'm sure uh, many of you, many of us, have been uh, dealing with and just trying to figure out logistics of, you know, Baruch Hashem, these challenges are not such a big deal. And, you know, in the realm of, uh, in the realm of life's challenges, these are not uh, from the biggest deals, but um, Baruch Hashem celebrating a Yom Tov. And uh, so I wanted to uh, explore an element of Purim, an element of uh, what happened and what exactly we're celebrating that I think can... Uh, help us have a little bit more context, a little bit more understanding and appreciation of uh, exactly what we're, what, what, what this year's Purim is, is all about. Uh, Yomim Tovim, the, the, the holidays that we celebrate, as a rule, celebrate Nisim. They celebrate miracles. They celebrate things that HaKadosh Baruch Hu did for us. So, on the first night of, of Pesach, we sit down at a Seder, and we commemorate and relive HaKadosh Baruch Hu taking us out of Mitzrayim. The fact that Makas Bechoros happened, and the Jewish people were able to leave Mitzrayim. On, uh, on, on Shavuos, Shavuos is a celebration, it's the day that HaKadosh Baruch Hu Hashem gave us the Torah. Uh, every, uh, the, the, the seventh day of Pesach is the day of Kriyas Yamsuf. Every day, every uh, Hanukkah um, is, is, is when the, the miracle of the Neros, the miracle of the, of, of the lights of the menorah happened in the Beis HaMikdash. Every Yom Tiv has a miracle, it has a nace that is being commemorated, that is being relived. Every Yom Tiv has what we call a Segulas Hayom, has what we call a special, there's a special nature of the day that comes across and allows us to on Pesach, we're able to 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 experience uh, freedom. On on Shavuos, we're able to experience an, an acceptance of the Torah. On Sukkot, we're able to we're able to to experience uh, in a a a feeling of of Hakadosh Baruch Hu's, of Hashem's protection. So, Yomim Tovim are always set up to commemorate, memorialize, and relive. Miracles, special things that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that Hashem has done for us. But Purim seems to be the exception. What happened on Purim? So what happened on Purim was that on the 13th day of Adar, there was a war that we fought. We fought against the Amalekim. We fought against the people of Amalek all throughout the, the land, all throughout the world. And we were able to defeat them. In Shushan, they were given an extra day, and everyone was able to fight for another day and really, you know, take all the Amalek people out. Wonderful. So what happened on the 14th day of Adar outside of what what happened on the day that we consider Purim? That is when the Jewish people rested. The Megillah describes, it says, um, th- That was when they fought. And they rested on the 14th. 
And they made that a day of celebration, a day of a, a day of, uh, of, of of happiness. And the the Megillah, uh, this is uh, towards the end of the Megillah in Parakhtes, it tells us again and again that in, in Shushan, in Shushan they fought for an extra day, they fought on the 14th and they rested on the 15th. And that's why in Shushan and in other walled cities, the Purim is celebrated a day later. It's celebrated because they rested a day later. And what was set up for Klal Yisrael as for all future generations is like those days that the Jewish people rested. That what we are experiencing and what we are celebrating is not the victory, is not the true v'nahapachu, is not the, not the actual fact that we, we then de- destroyed Amalek instead of Amalek destroying us. That's not what it's about. It's about the fact that it was over and we rested. And that does not fit in the, the general pattern of how we... It's like, you know, this was a celebration of the day after. Not a celebration of the nace. Not a celebration of the, the, the finishing up of the miracle. Very, very, very strange and very unusual. And really stands alone among the Yom Tovim as far as what we are experiencing, celebrating... In, in a lot of ways, it doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. So, so what is it that Purim is all about? It's not about uh, the, the, the defeat of Amalek, it seems. It seems it's about what happened after that. It happened, it's, it's about this Vinoach, it's about the resting, the resting. There's a constant refrain of going back to the idea that, that, that there was resting that took place. So this idea and, and, and that, that we have this um, encounter with Amalek, and it involves rest, is actually something that is indicated already in the Chumash. It's already indicated in the Chumash. When it describes, when in Parsha Zachar, when we have a description of what exactly happened when Amalek attacks us, and then what we're supposed to do in order to eventually fully wipe out Amalek, so we, it's described as that when Klal Yisrael was Baderech, Asher Karach Baderech, and um, that, that we were on the road, and when we were ayef v'yagea, when we were tired and exhausted, that's when Amalek attacked us. So Amalek attacks us, apparently, when we are not at rest. And then, the follow-up to that is, so then we're told, v'haya, and it will be, v'haniach Hashem elokecha misaviv, when Hashem has you, haniach, when Hashem has you at rest from all around you, so then... Then there's going to be an eradication of the 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 the, the nation of Amalek. Like what, what what the 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 whole memory of Amalek is going to get wiped out. What does that mean? What's that all about? What why is there this reference to the idea again that there's something about being at rest that is uh, that 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 seems to be directly and and very specifically tied to our defeat and our war against Amalek. There's a Pasuk. The Pasuk in it's a Pasuk in Yeshaya. It's really it's a Pasuk that, that is um that, that we lay in as part of the Torah on Yom Kippur, um, ironically. So the Pasuk says Vaharashaim Kayom Nigrash that that Rishaim, the wicked, are like the driven sea. It's not able to rest. 
and and refuge uh, fatit, and and its waters are constantly disgorging um, all kinds of mud. So we have a description over here of Rishaim that they are um, that that they're like they're like the driven sea. The sea is something like an ocean. The ocean is something that never rests. It's constantly in churning, in turmoil. There's constantly upheaval, waves crashing, coming and going. It's, it's, a, it's a fascinating thing. The sea takes up more than half of the earth. And yet, what we find is that it's just constantly surging onto land. And, and there's Chazal that talk about this, but it's surging onto land. And Hashem, since the Hashem at the beginning of time said that the, that the sea cannot come and encroach on land, so therefore it does not. But the sea is just constantly going again and again and again. And the, the Radak um, and other Mepharshim point out that what the, what the Pesukim are trying to indicate over here, what the Pasuk, what the Navi is trying to indicate, is that the wicked are never at rest. They're nev- there's never any sense of tranquility um, f- for the sea. And therefore, Rishayim, that's the Midah of Arasha. The character trait of Arasha is that there is no tranquility. There's no Menucha. There's no being at rest. It, the, the, the world, when Hashem created the world, so everything had been created in six days. On day seven, Chazal tell us, Ba Shabbos Ba Menucha. Hashem creates Shabbos, and in doing so, He creates a concept called Menucha. What does this mean? So every day really has a character. Every day has a special uh, Shira, has a special uh, parak of Tehillim that we say for it. Each one really has its own unique flavor. Every day has different things that are supposed to have, supposed to get married on this day. These, you know, the, 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 there there are different things that are appropriate. Certain days are good for bloodletting, uh, for those that are into that. So um, every every day has its own unique character. Shabbos is a day of kedusha. Shabbos is a day of sanctity. Shabbos is a day of menucha, and that's what's described, that Shabbos is a day of rest. The, the, the rest of Shabbos is something that is specifically for the Jewish people. It's specifically for, for Klal Yisrael. Non-Jews are not allowed, they're not supposed to keep Shabbos. Why? Because being at rest is not just the lack of something. Being at rest doesn't mean that, hey, listen, you know, I got nothing better to do, so therefore I'm just going to sit around and do nothing. That's not what being at rest is. Being at rest is actually a thing. Menucha is not just an absence of activity, but it is a thing, that a person is going to be in a state of tranquility, and as opposed to it being a person just wasting time, but that person has this sense of menucha. That is something that is specifically for the Jewish people, a non-Jew who is in this quote-unquote resting state, they're, they're, they're basically like, what are you doing here on planet Earth? Uh, uh, the, the, the Earth is supposed to be doing things, and things of this Earth are supposed to be doing things. We have a unique capacity to have what's called menucha, to have the sense of being at rest. It's, it's the midah, it's, it's a ruchnius, it's a spiritual midah, it's a spiritual character trait. The Pasuk says when describing Yisachar, when describing the Shevet of Yisachar, the tribe that was uh, set, set apart for its learning of Torah, 
the, the Pasuk says, Vayar menucha kitov, that he saw that menucha, that being at rest is good. So what does that mean? What does it mean to be at rest? It doesn't mean that it just means like sitting still and staring into space. That's not menucha. Menucha is not just sitting back on the couch with, uh, with a novel. That's not menucha. Menucha means that a person is able to discover their essence within a certain context. So, for instance, a taste of menucha would be, let's say you have a person who's very, very musical, um, and, and they, they really have that musical sense. So, they could have things going on in their life, and they feel so tense and, and, and like not at peace. All they have to do is pick up their musical instrument, play a little bit, and they're able to get into a certain place where they feel themselves just comfortable, that they find their essence being comforted in a certain context, that in the context of music, they feel themselves ah, being able to take a deep breath. A person who's artistic is able to just pick up a pen, a, 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 a brush, whatever it is that they, that, they, that they use, and they're able to do that thing and find themselves. And their context in which the person finds themselves comfortable and allows the restlessness of life to cease, that is a sense of menucha. We are a fusion of the physical and the spiritual. The physical is constantly looking to do things, accomplish things. And when we talk about accomplishing, it just means accomplish things with the physical self. So I need to be doing this, I need to be doing that, I need to more and more and more. The spiritual, the spiritual is seeking menucha. All that our neshama wants is our neshama wants to be at peace and at rest with the Shekhinah, with Hashem. Now, obviously, in our world, that's not something that's like a super accessible thing for us. So it's not like we could just like be, that, that's not where things happen. That's not what happens in this world. That's really for Olam Haba. That's for the next world. But what, if you want to know what it is that an Shama desires, what it is that an Shama is seeking, what it's looking for, it's looking to be at rest. The Yetzer Hara, the, the, the inclination that, that pulls us away from what's spiritual, that pulls us away from our ability to have our spiritual selves become who we are, that is what's yanking us and making us like, no, 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 don't be at rest. Go find something else to do. Go find something else to accomplish. Go find something else to build. Go find something else to do in this world and of this world. So we find ourselves in a tug of war. We have our neshama that's seeking to be b'menucha, that's seeking to be at rest. At rest meaning finding the context, finding the comfort of, of, of our essence at peace, being with Hashem. And then we have our other self, which is which is very real and very there, the gashmias, the physical self of our, the, the physical end of ourselves, that's pulling us to saying that like, no, 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 there's more to do, there's more to accomplish, and, and therefore, don't be at rest, don't be b'menucha. Amalek is the essence of ra, is the essence of evil. His efforts are focused, the efforts of Amalek, and Amalek is oftentimes 
used as, 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 as synonymous with the Yetzirah. Uh, Amalek is synonymous with Satan, with all of those negative forces. Those forces are focused on us being oyef v'yogeya, tired, uh, just just overwhelmed, not at not not, not at peace, not at rest. So, v'haya when 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 Amalek found us that we were baderech, that we were on the way, that we were traveling, that we were moving between things, we weren't at rest, and and then we were. You know, a uh, feeling like this, this sense of 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 uh, of ayif, of tiredness, of yegia, of just being like overwhelmed and overworked. That's when Amalek was able to pounce. That's when Amalek was able to come, and he was able to 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 come at us and 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 allow and and and, and really knock us off of our of of where we were supposed to be, where we are supposed to be. Where we ultimately want to be, it's in a place of manucha. It's in a place of rest. We're able to defeat the Yetzirah when we feel and when we sense that manucha. So what does that mean? What does that look like? What, 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 what are we looking for? We're looking to have a sense that our spiritual selves and our spiritual essence finds it's peace in Torah, in Torah life, in mitzvos, in chesed, in davening. That within that realm, that's where we're able to have a sense of peace. Now obviously, we are of this world, and therefore we have to be a part of it. And we participate in all kinds of things of this world. We have jobs, we have, we have, we have concerns, we have things we have to take care of, we have to make a living. All those things are true. But a person has to ask themselves, where is it that you find your menucha? Where is it that you find yourself, the, the comfort of your essence uh, 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 being expressed? Where is that? If a person truly has a sense of menucha, then it's going to be in the realm of the spiritual. There's going to be something in the realm of the spiritual that's going to be able to speak to you, to talk to you, and to give you that inner sense of being able to just have a, a, a tranquility about you and about yourself. The war with Amalek is really a description of the inner war within us between our guf, our physical self, and our neshama, and our spiritual self. It's between our Yitzhahara, our evil inclination, and Yitzhah Tov, our good inclination, and it's the and, and and it's this war that we have with this people and with this feeling and with our world um, that 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 is drawing us away from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And what what the 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 way it's set up according to the Torah is that listen, when you're baderech, when you're in constant motion and you have no sense of tranquility, when you're tired, when you're when 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 you're overwhelmed. That's when the Yetzirah is all over you. That's when Amalek is able to take a hold. That's when he's able to attack the Jewish people. You want to finish off the Yetzirah. You want to be able to win that war. Then it's v'haya b'haniach. It's at a time when we are at rest. It's a time when we're able to find that sense of menucha, that sense of tranquility 
within and a real tranquility and that tranquility because you know I'm sitting on a beach uh, you know with a pina colada it's tranquility that I have a sense of peace that my essence feels expressed and feels uh, at, at one with itself within the realm of Ruchnius, within the realm of the spiritual world, within the realm of Torah, within the realm of mitzvahs, within the realm of chesed, within the realm of tefillah, that I can be davening and feel, ah, there's, I, I, I'm able to have a real break from the, 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 the hullabaloo of my life and be able to, to have that sense of menucha. So when we celebrate Purim, and we celebrate a time in which we were able to overcome Amalek, we're not celebrating the fight, we're celebrating the Nahu. We're celebrating when it is that we were at rest, that we were able to have a sense of peace, that the restlessness of the world was able to fall away, and we were able to just feel ourselves comfortable and at peace with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's not a coincidence, and it's not just like, you know, you know, cool that it worked out this way. Purim, we're told, was a time of Kimu V'Kiblu. The Jewish people accepted the Torah on Mount Sinai and Harsinai way back years earlier. But we're descri- it's described as we were so overwhelmed by Hashem's presence that we had basically had no choice. We didn't really have a free will acceptance of the Torah. It was just something that we were compelled to do. We were in such awe of Hashem. What, what choice did we have? At the time of Purim, the Jewish people re-accepted the Torah. It was a time of another acceptance of the Torah. And it was done. Me'ava, it was done with love. At the time that we were able to have that sense of tranquility, of inner peace, that was the time that we were able to truly have the sense of love of Hashem, accepting Hashem's Torah, not because we feel compelled to, not because somebody proved to us that it's correct, but because we love Him. We have that sense of, of, of being just at peace when we're Kaviachal and HaKadosh Baruch Hu's arms. And therefore, we want nothing more than to keep His Torah. So when we celebrate Purim, we're celebrating when it is, not that we fought, when it is that we rested. Because after winning that battle, we were finally able to have Menucha. That's a time that we were able to feel this overwhelming love of Hashem and be able to re-accept His Torah. It's interesting. Esther is the Sof Kol Hanisim. It's the, it's the end of all of the recorded uh, uh, nisim that HaKadosh Baruch Hu did, this is the end of it, because it ends with being at rest. That, uh, that Klal Yisrael found their point of tranquility, that now they were able to, so to say, be at rest, and now be able to move through, uh, through time after that, because we had finally achieved a point, a, a, a place, um, and, and this, this final sense of having that, that sense of tranquility with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Medrash tells us why, what, what caused the rise of Achashverosh. What was it that allowed Achashverosh to rule over so many countries and be able to just make a party? And, and, and it was that party that tripped us up. It was that party that got the Jewish people to come and got us into big trouble. What was it that created that peace that 
Achashverosh had over all those lands. Say Chazal, Klal Yisrael, the Jewish people, were mechalal Shabbos. That the Jewish people were not keeping Shabbos properly. They were not sanctifying Shabbos. In fact, um, the, 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 the Maral points this out. The, the, the Medrash is, is, is very famous. That is Gemara, I think. I believe that Vashti, um, when, when, uh, when Vashti had the, the Jewish girls, um, uh, you know, when she, she would work the Jewish girls and she would have them unclothed and she would have them do malacha, she would have them be mechal Shabbos. She would have them doing malacha on Shabbos. And the Maral points out that what was, what was she doing is she was saying that there is no menucha, there is no rest that the rest of the Jewish people, the menucha, the tranquility of the Jewish people, that's what she that that was that what was that that was what was being uprooted from within us, both willingly because we were Machal Shabbos, and therefore unwillingly, Vashti went and was taking this away from the Jewish people. On Purim, we have given back to us, and what we celebrate is that we got our menucha back. We got that sense of tranquility back. The sense of tranquility, that sense of menucha, that sense of being at peace when we find ourselves with HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the realm of the spiritual. That's what we celebrate. That's what Purim is all about. And, 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 and that's the celebration of Purim. That's and, and, and what, what, what looks to be um, uh, the, 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 the idea of, of, of drinking wine and a person so to say, uh, uh, um, uh, what seems to be imbibing in a physical sense is really a way of making one's physical self go away. That when a person gets, gets, is, you know, reaches a point of that they can't tell the difference between Ahmed and more, what they're really doing is they're saying that my goof, my body, I want that to like be a non-factor. I want my thoughts to be canceled. I want all of And I just want to be my essence. I want my essence to come out. I want it to be all about what, what am I? And for a person, if a person's able to, on Purim, sense the tranquility that they have with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then the person has truly achieved what Purim is all about. The, um, the, 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 Rashi tells us that the, the seventh day, when Achishverosh ends up hanging, um, ends up killing uh, Vashti, and which really triggers the whole nace that ends up getting uh, uh, Esther into the palace. What happens then? What, what was that? It was that the, the, the king was happy. Ketov leif hamelech bayayin. It's because Klal Yisrael made Kiddush on wine. The Kiddush that they made on wine, that was, a, so to say, a sanctification that, 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 that made HaKadosh Baruch Hu so happy. That's what ended up getting rid of Vashti and allowing the whole, the trigger of the nace of Purim to take place. We have a tremendous Nisayon in our generation. We live at a time in which we are not tranquil people. We live in an age in which um, we, we, are, we are not at rest. And I'm not even talking about, you know, all the things that are going on in the world right now and how and, and just the sense of restlessness and upheaval that people have in their lives. Forget about all that. Just even life a year ago, w- the way it was, where we have so many responsibilities, where we have, we, we are up 
all the way into the wee hours of the morning and, you know, going to sleep 1, 2 a.m., waking up 6, 7 a.m., we have crazy lives in which we have so much on our plate and we feel the need to take care of and do and accomplish so much and so much and so much and so much and so much. And that is something that takes away our sense of menucha. It takes away our sense that we have this, 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 this place of tranquility. And where we're able to sense that, where we're able to have that in our lives, yes, we have a Purim once a year, but we have Shabbos. And Shabbos is supposed to be that time where not just we take a break from the busyness of six days of the week, and we're able to take a deep breath and a long nap and eat a little good food and maybe talk to someone in our family here and there. That's not what it is. Shabbos is supposed to be a time in which we are at B'menucha, that we are feeling a tranquility of being together with Hashem, of getting in touch with our spiritual selves, of maybe davening a little more and a little more heartfelt to try to feel that sense of tranquility that we long to have, that our essence connect with Hashem, and that we feel tranquil in that, in that way, even with everything rushing around the rest of us, even with things rushing around our lives. We need to have that home base in order to be able to, 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 to get in, to go through the rest of our lives and feel that sense of tranquility and take it with us. When we have a Purim, and Purim is all about the rest that we had. It's all about being able to have that tranquility that came at the end. When we experience a Purim, and hopefully we're able to get a taste. Again, it's such a busy day. It's the Yitzhahara telling us, Oh, go deliver 400 Shalach Manos to everybody you never met before in your life. <laughs> it, it, when, when Purim becomes a time in which we have a moment to close our eyes and think about the, the things that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has done for us, to have, feel that thanks, to feel that warmth of closeness with Hashem. And we're able to take that, internalize it, we're, and, and, and make it part, and then be able to go straight into a Shabbos. When, when we are Mechabit Shabbos, when we honor Shabbos, when we treat it like a day, that this is our everything, our whole world revolves around Shabbos. What we're saying is, is this day of Menucha, this day of tranquility, this day of which we get our essence attached to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and we find our essence and we find our, our, our wholeness with Hashem, when we're able to pull that off, when we're able to have that be real for ourselves on a Shabbos, that is being, and, and when Mechabit Shabbos, and we honor it, and we, get, we, 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 we surround it with all kinds of pomp and circumstance, that's our way of showing what we really and truly are all about. And our job is to find that sense of menucha, to, to think about our lives and say, so where is it that I do find my sense of peace, my sense of accomplishment? Where, at what point do I feel that I'm tranquil, that I'm at rest, that I feel like, ah, now I can feel comfortable in my, with, with myself? Uh, is it in some place of ruchnius? Is it in some element of spirituality? Is it in my tefillah? Is it in my chesed? Is it in whatever mitzvah a person likes to involve themselves in? Uh, but a person, part of the goal of life is for a person to find where that menucha is. Because it's when you find that menucha, it's when we have that sense of menucha, that's when we're going to be able to, be, to, to fully defeat the Yetzirah. That's when we're able to, when Hashem lets you be at rest from everything around you, when you're able to just take a deep breath and feel yourself being with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when a person's able to have that sense, even if it's only for a split second, 
But that's already the sense that a person needs to have. Now you have what it takes to be able to finally finish off the Yetzirah. Now you have that place, now you have that base from which you can go and feel at home with Hashem and then be able to go and attack the Yetzirah. And not fall for all the ways that he tries to get us busy and, fe- and make us feel that accomplishment is- are in different realms. That's, that, that's what Purim is all about. And when we have a Purim, and we can follow that up with a Shabbos, when we can hopefully grab that, taste that sense on Purim of, oh, I have this sense being with Hashem that makes it so real and makes me feel so good and, and at peace inside. And then be able to carry that into a Shabbos and have a Shabbos meal on a Friday night and Shabbos and, 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 and sing this mirrors and enjoy ourselves and be with our families and daven and, 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 be, and have the honor of, and honor Shabbos. When, it, when a person's able to do all of that, that's when a person is really to say, able to say, that you found that menucha, you found you're at rest. And that's really the first step to getting to a place where a person's going to be able to have that eventual defeat of Amalek, eventual defeat of the Yetzirah. We should be Zoha as we enter Purim, to really have that sense of that the Jewish people had the light. It was the Torah, but it was more than the Torah. It was the light of the Torah. It's that sense of ah, of, of inspiration. It was that sense of, of, of feeling tranquil and at peace. And then be able to celebrate that day of Nahu, in which we were able to be at rest from all of the hullabaloo that's brought on by the Yetzirah, able to be at rest from that. And we should be Zoha through doing that to really see the ultimate uh, time of Menucha, the Yom Shekulo Shabbos to Menucha, the day that's full Shabbos, that's full Menucha, uh, with the, the, the coming of Mashiach, Bimher of Yemenu. Have a frail